So, I want to talk today about um, the quest of koinonia. Koinonia meaning the um, eternal fellowship, eternal purpose for relationships uh, as the body of Christ. Our quest of discovering um, the fullness of the present truth of what Christ has purchased. Um, before I get into this, I wanted to um, greet um, different countries that I'm noticing are tuning in. I'm new to this, so um, definitely thankful for this grace to be able to communicate and articulate and um, to allow God to bless uh, what he's put in my heart, what he's put in my heart, um, at the same time learning how to just let it go as I'm serving, how to just give it to him. Um, I'm fighting for that because there's so much, there's so much possibility to get into pride so much possibility and um, even false humility being afraid to do it because I'm making it about me it's almost like walking a tightrope where you got you're balancing you're resisting the imbalance of going to fall into the left or fall into the right but you're learning how to walk on a tightrope that's really where I'm at it's like learning obedience through these resistances that are coming the more that I'm stepping into um, preaching what is truth um, feeling those resistances so um, greetings Alaska greetings uh, Africa I'm amazed, man, um, that I, that this platform enables me to talk to you. I only did this specifically for my church, you know, people in my church, people that I know that I'm um, that I'm in Koinonia with, you know, to help enhance the Koinonia for us to really understand what it what it really is, so that we can um, participate together and with a purpose, and not just to visit eternity, to visit, you know, um, but to operate and function properly, so, uh, good day, good day, <clears throat> um, so, in the previous podcast, I would talk about the word of truth, the gospel, um, koinonia, the body of Christ, the assembly, the unity of the faith, um, really bring in framework and blueprint to what the body is so that we know, okay, my part is here. I'm in this department. Let me function here, but let me receive from these other departments because this is the totality of the body of Christ. You know? Um, and at the same time, receiving the word of truth that that like the daily bread of God's spoken word 
that enables us to daily um, comprehend um, and daily participate with the body because this is all in the spirit this is not in the natural so we have to be fed and led by the spirit you know and the spirit only speaks of the word of truth you know the father only testifies of his son you know so the main goal is the knowledge of Christ while enduring the knowledge of the world around us while enduring the knowledge of our, our occupations, our desires, our goals, uh, all these different things that we that we have been taught is truth, or have been taught is our process. When in reality, our process is the quest, the quest of our faith. Um, it is the faith that we are a part of. Everyone, you know, the faithfulness of Christ. <clears throat> and the faith is the knowledge of his journey as the husband, death, burial, resurrection, you know, Christ coming into a human body, the word made flesh, you know, death, burial, resurrection that he had to go through to redeem the human body. What happened to him happened to us. What happens to the head happens to the body. What happened to the husband happened to the bride, just like when Adam and Eve born or were brought forth into this world Adam was brought forth Eve was in Adam then God pulled Eve out of Adam so same with us when Christ was brought forth as new creation firstborn um, from the dead when he raised from the earthly realm him being the firstborn, he seated us with him because we were in him. So it's kind of like a backtrack of our journey, but that's the journey of truth and the journey of our honesty or our understanding of truth is through the spirit. The spirit testifies of the all truth of Christ and his journey. And aligns us as the body to the head. It's almost like being in his arms, in Christ's arms in heaven, but fell asleep in a deep sleep. And the sleep has left us in into realms of darkness where we are comprehending an earthly life. And the spirit is serving the purpose of leading us into all truth into a the heavenly life that is present in truth the body of Christ is united and functioning as a world conquering organism um, in our understanding of truth we may be in preschool as a corporate humanity um, but that doesn't take away from truth so we're not discovering what needs to be or we're not seeking change as a corporate body. We are allowing the spirit to unfold reality, to unfold the present truth, the present eternal truth. Um, the truth of Christ and the Father 
our fellowship with the Father and the Son and the truth of humanity, our peace with with man, so our peace with God and man. Um, so this is this is kind of like a description of truth, a description of the Word of Truth, the Word, the testimony of truth that the Spirit illuminates shines light on the spirit like we're in Christ and the spirit shines light on Christ shines light inside of Christ that we may learn him and the more we learn the more we identify where he is in him and with him as the bride as a joint heir before the father you know so that's kind of the word of truth. That's a backtrack of the word of truth. Um, and in the koinonia, the unity of the faith, the body of Christ is what we align to and we submit to. The more we submit to the future, which is truth, which is Christ, the more we align. We allow the Spirit to renew our minds in order for us to align to the reality of our unity with the body <clears throat> and when we see the reality we serve it we nurture it we nourish it in the earth and we see it powerfully manifesting in the midst of our um, our fellowships at our church at the grocery store with random people you know because the totality of the body doesn't have a bias is just the knowledge of Christ that's why evangelists go out and preach the good news they preach the news of Christ they preach like they testify to those who are in Zion who don't know that they're in Zion to those who are who have who were in the ark the, the Noah's ark of Christ Christ's body that don't know it they open evangelists open the door and say, hey, come out of the darkness. You know, come out of the ark. Come into this new land that, that has been inherited for you. Um, so every part of the body of the fivefold engages every part of humanity. Whether it's the lowest, weakest side of the weary and heavy laden. You know, the, those who are weary, who are burdened by life the evangelist administer the goodness of God or, or if it's the highest dimensions of eternal delight and reality of who God is you know the, the prophets um, they illuminate the mysteries of who God is of his ways you know um, or the apostles the apostolic mandate to expand and explore the new land and territory of the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven or exploring the, the dimensions of heaven that is in, on the earth you know exploring to advance the knowledge of Christ you know the knowledge of God um so we see that there are many dimensions to the body that helps engage um, humanity 
to unfold and explore the truth of Christ. Um, so today I wanted to talk about the journey of truth. <coughs> the journey of koinonia. Um, and I wanted to use this example of this, um, not a movie, it's a uh, series or it's an episode of, um, it's called The Monkey King. I'm not necessarily suggesting that you watch it because it's not um, it's not a Christian movie. It's not it's not vulgar. My kids watch it, um, but it, it's I don't want to say centered, but inspired by Buddhism. Um, I don't I don't really care for Buddhism, or I kind of understand where they get their elements from you know like the river of life is going to all men it's not necessarily biased of believers but we tend to make a god out of what we've attained without god and i think that's kind of what's happened over time with different religions we are receiving the knowledge of god um but yet we are not acquainting God with the knowledge. So, um, the the movie is is remarkable, honestly, because I can really see the elements of the kingdom exposed and being taught. You know, the principles of the kingdom when it comes to. Um, what we do with our knowledge of Christ, you know, um, or how we participate in the knowledge of Christ. So, just a backtrack of the movie. Um, the movie is about these these gods who are who look human, and they are in the earth to preserve the earth and keep the earth from the demons so they are in heaven in a high place on a mountain literally on a mountain and they are occupying the government of the earth we can see that as as those who have awakened to being the body of Christ you know <clears throat> so these guys are um, they're together working together united and somehow they get divided and this this uh, guy called the monkey king um, he had the seven scrolls so what I hear when I hear seven scrolls I hear the seven spirits okay that's in uh, Isaiah 11 and that's in John or now, John, Revelate, the book of Revelation, really describing the seven dimensions of the spirit of truth or the seven lights that, sh that the spirit shines on truth, on the truth of Christ. You know, that's why it says the seven spirits were upon Christ. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He wasn't talking just about the one dimension of the spirit but the seven spirits are upon me so we see that as 
what this what the seven spirits do it enables um it enables humanity to see the all things of God in Christ the goodness of God in Christ whether that is his goodness expressed whether that is his goodness in making us one with him you know his goodness in, in giving us the motivation unto him or the goodness of of us having intimate knowledge with him intimate relationship and fellowship with him you know Jesus is the restored Eden he is everything that we desire to be um, in relation to God if you want health he is our reconciliation with healing who is God God is healing you know God is divine health if we need psychological you know health mental health emotional health health he is the mind of God in a human body that is our inheritance so we can see all of this um, when we look at Christ and the seven spirits help us to see that's why I believe Jesus said like spirit leads you into all truth all is complete Know, completion of truth. The number seven is the number of completion. So, could there be a a layer, a totality of truth, a totality of reality that the spirit unfolds and unveils as we follow? You know, like when I first encountered the Holy Spirit. It was just the goodness of God, the favor of God. I felt, you know, his presence. That's what we call it by his presence. And we as humans describe his presence as something happening on earth rather than an awakening in heaven, you know. Like we see it from our consciousness of ignorance rather than God's description of truth. We're seated in heavenly places, so the seven spirits is a river of life that flows from heavenly places into our lowest state of consciousness to help renew our minds back to the truth, back to the future, you know? Because we weren't made to be journeying from the past to the future. We were created to be from the end, unfolding the end, you know? stewards of the end that's why Adam had fellowship with God he walked with God in the cool of the day he walked with the end and then from the end he began to serve the beginning which is the created realm you know um, in the spirit we are in the end that's why when we when we're in the spirit we hear the song of praise we hear the liberty, you know, I said the Bible says, "Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty." Or where the spirit is, Lord, where there is liberty. Where the spirit unfolds the Lord, where the spirit um, shines light on the Lord, there's liberty because we see the end, we see the hope of our calling, we see the goal, our our desires to explore. So, um. 
when I go back to the movie or the uh, episode, whatever it's called, Netflix series, um, they are exploring, or I'm sorry, before this happens, she has to, oh, what does she do? Like, it's a girl, actually, that, um, she's not qualified. Like, the, the demons end up destroying the guys who, Oh, I'm sorry. I may be going a little too fast. Okay, the Monkey King gets put in stone, so so he like he disperses the seven scrolls throughout the earth. Something happened. Um, he had to disperse the seven scrolls, and the demons took over the heavenly realms. So the demons begin to govern the earth, <clears throat> and the Monkey King was hidden in Iraq. So they had to summon the monkey king and recover the seven scrolls that was the the quest so when they summoned the monkey king when he was raised from a dead state um they had to or it was when i say they it was a few people that were hiding in the demonic realm mind you the demons have overcome all governments and are now infiltrating all humanity <clears throat> and keeping everybody bound. So every god that was dispersed in the earth, they're hiding and they're serving these demonic gods. And the only way to advance beyond and above the demonic god, demonic demons, these gods or these sons of God have to unite to discover the seven scrolls with the king so when the monkey king raises the girl her name is Tripitaka she 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 was able to recover the monkey king <clears throat> but his power wasn't revealed because the scrolls weren't they haven't got the scrolls yet um so I hope I'm p painting a picture you know the monkey king represents Christ and the body is those who were questing with him to discover the seven spirits the all truth of the seven spirits not that they're not found um, but I love how in the scriptures in Revelation it says the seven spirits were sent throughout the earth the river of life was was established in the earth to be inherited and there's a scripture in Isaiah 2 or no no it's in Psalm Psalm 46 he says there's a river whose streams make glad the city of our God and in the Old Testament everybody saw a river going from the from the temple which is Christ the risen temple flowing from the temple the most holy place out into the earth, the depths, the lowest places of the earth. Mind you, our consciousness, our minds are connected to the mind of Christ. Um, and this is all found in John 1, when he talks about, in the beginning was the, the word, which is the logic, the logos. The consciousness, in the beginning was the consciousness, the headquarters of consciousness. And this consciousness was God, 
or it is God and at the same time is with God it's in fellowship with God and he says in this consciousness was life and these and the and this life was the light of all men so if you look at in the body of water is many drips of water many molecules of water and those individual molecules are what individualizes the consciousness just like there are billions of individuals but it's one consciousness they were connected to which is the mind of Christ so the spirit of life law of the spirit of life the river of life is the river of memory the, the river of, of the spirit of truth so when we drink of this river, we begin to remember. But Jesus said, this spirit, this, when you drink of this water, it wells up to the throne. It wells up to the, to um, eternal life. And John says eternal life is fellowship with the Father and the Son. So we can see this picture playing out um, of the river of life, the seven spirits helping us to journey in the ship of the body of Christ, the fellowship of koinonia. We are returning home. But it's through a people that trust the truth of Christ that his faithfulness, his ascended posture in heaven is what we are aligning to, what we are renewing our minds to. You know, where he is, who he is, how he sees the timeline in, in which he exists, which is eternity. We are learning to align to that and shed our ever beginning. Everything, every part of our identity, we, we have died. That's why Paul says in Colossians 3, you know, set our affections on things above where Christ sits at the right hand of God. And for we have died and our life is now hidden. Meaning like there's been a reset, a global reset concerning humanity thousands of years ago um, and there's a renewal of redemption we no longer belong to the lower realms of earth I don't care how humanitarian you are um, you're still divine you're still a son of God and actually being sons give us the greater inheritance to the earth the greater access to inherit humanity or to inherit the earthly realms <clears throat> we just don't want to be sub subject to it we're not called to be subjected to the earthly realm we're subject to the we're governed by the kingdom of god you know so oh man um i pray that this is all enabling a blueprint a map a visual in the spirit and the imagination of of what what we're in you know a lot of times we see the earthly perspective the earthly worldview of what we're in and that discourages us we see the division of the body of Christ we see all these different things you know um, but that's not what it looks like in the spirit John, I believe, describes it in the spirit of what we are. He sees a river flowing from the throne into the earth, into a garden, to Eden. 
sees Eden restored, the new heavens, the new earth. And that is the truth. But Christ gave gifts to men to journey in unfolding and unlocking this truth. And with the help of this spirit of truth to lead us into all truth, seven depths of the truth of the being of Christ, you know, in whom all the fullness of God dwells, you know. So in this movie or this series, Tripitaka and other people, other gods are discovering, you know, <clears throat> this journey, this quest. So it's a few, it's like four of them, five. They're on a the quest. And as they're questing, people are joining, people are helping. Um, and she made this one statement that was like so deep. She was like, those who are not questing with us, they're not questing because they are serving the demonic realm. They are serving demons. You know, like the only way, the only purpose of being a son of God in that moment, in that era, that age, was to discover the, rediscover or to awaken the king, to recover the king, and with the king, discovering the seven necessary elements to ruling and conquering as sons of God, as the governors of the earth again. Because they said when they recovered the seven scrolls, they would have the governing influence on the earth. They would eradicate darkness out of the earth. They would eradicate the demonic realm, the, the demonic government of the earth. You know, um, Christ has destroyed the government of the demonic realm. But if I have won the lottery, but I never receive it, you know, if I've done something, but but people never inherit it, then it's not participated with, you know. If I have all these cleaning products, but never use them, utilize them. You know, I'm not, I'm going to perish. That's why it says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. You know, so it's in the knowledge of his glory, the knowledge of his truth, as we discover as a corporate being, you know, in our relationships, in our koinonia relationships, as we quest, we stream up. You know, and if in um, Isaiah 2, it says, many will stream to this mountain, you know. And that was what, in, in the movie, or the Trevor Tackle movie, the, uh, whatever it's called, uh, come on, uh, the Monkey King, um, when they recovered the seven scrolls, they would stream to this mountain. Like once they recovered, the, the goal was once they recovered the seven scrolls, they had to return to the mountain and hide the scrolls. And now, in that, in that um, place, they governed. They were able to issue the government of the sons of God, the kingdom of God, to the earth. You know, um, the kingdom of God is not demonstrated by a gifting 
but by an ascended people by a people that has inherited the promise but has been led by the spirit of truth into all truth you know um, and it can be challenging to explore the different dimensions of truth because you're used to the former dimension you know I, I remember when the Lord began to teach me how to believe even though I was seeking to experience him you know, I was like, I'm seeking the experience of his goodness. And he was like, no, that's not, I don't want you to keep experiencing my goodness. My goodness is leading you to truth. It's leading you to repentance. So that you don't experience me anymore. So that you are, so that you're not having a vacation in my presence. But that the place where you're vacating, you're not, it's not habitation. You're not living here, you know. And um, I could see that was his goal. The more I would spend time in his presence, the more I could hear him saying, like, this is not a vacation, this is home. And he will introduce me to different dimensions of the spirit. You know, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of him, Paul introduces that to the Ephesians, Ephesus. You know, Ephesians 1, I pray that you receive the spirit of revelation and wisdom that you may know him better. So this is a different dimension of those who have already received the spirit of the Lord. You know, and this helps them to know him in a greater dimension. Because they are in the ship. And they are, you know, advancing. You know, so... The purpose of a pioneer or an apostle is to be at the end, pulling, helping to pull the anchor of the ship to the sun. But with the ship, not just outside of the ship. You know, they've been to the end. So they are helping to navigate the corporate bodies, the corporate ships in the river of life unto the mountain of, of of Christ you know back to the temple that's the purpose of every church it's the purpose of every meeting every fellowship the purpose of church is not to is not to receive from a gift because remember in the movie the monkey king the, the gods were using their gifts but for the demonic realm for the demonic government they were serving demons because they weren't walking in unity they weren't um, journeying on the quest to recover the seven scrolls and return to the mountain you know so like one thing I loved about the movie or the TV show whatever is they had to save each other. Their gifts were used to assist one another. You know? Um, and they had to do many different things. And each scroll had a different design. They had to hold on to the scroll. They were being attacked by demons to lose the scrolls. Because, you know, once you have the scroll and you collect them, you know, you... Once you collect the scrolls, you obtain a, a greater power 
um, of the king, you know? And the seven scrolls on a mountain releases power of his reign, you know, um, and his rule in the, in the earth. And it it it's just like light. When you put light on the hill, it shines and exposes or exposes the truth that is hidden in the darkness. You know, and you know that's kind of kind of what, what what is seen in the scriptures. So, you know, in Isaiah talks tells the watchman to stand on the mountain and proclaim the good news. You know, so the good news on the mountain it, it summons humanity or summons people to return to the mountain. If you if, if you if you if you hear a sound coming from the mountain, and that sound is a, a sound of return, you know, return home. Then when you return, you see a people returning with you, you know, and um, and this is the goal. This is the goal of why we gather. What we're hearing when we're gathering, you know, the sound. But if we if we if we stay at the I would call it the pool of Bethesda or if, if we stay at a service where we're seeking to experience God, we will never explore the purpose of the experience when we do experience him. There's a greater intent when he releases his presence amongst the people. That presence is, is a part is the river of life. And that river is to be journeyed on, not just in a service, but amongst the people. And and in that river, a people find their purpose together. They find why they exist. They find why they were sent to the earth, why they were born here. They find out why, you know. So I'm beginning to see this, man. Um. I I don't I haven't saw the end of the Trupataka movie or whatever, but I did notice like <clears throat> each each like when you go on a map, you see when you see a map you see like I don't know if you ever played a video game or 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 seen any movies where a person is going on a map and they're going from one place to the other, stopping here, stopping there to discover this map. Or the end, the destination, right? Um, that's kind of what was happening. And as they were exploring, they were getting attacked by, the, you know, by the enemy. It was seeking to divide them, seeking to infiltrate them. Like, it, you know, they they were doing things, you know, magic and different things on them to where, like, they were dividing against each other. They were, they were forgetting the quest. They had this one issue, this one place where it was seemed like paradise. It seemed like like it was the end. It seemed like they reached the destination, and they were, many people were forgetting the quest. But it was no power released in the earth to to heal the earth. Darkness wasn't obliterated from the from the from the earth. It was just they felt comfort, and that's a huge one. I know for me, it's like I can feel the comfort of God's presence, but not not the power to rule. 
and I think it's okay. I think everything's okay because I feel okay. That's a false spirit or that's a false interpretation of the spirit. And, you know, a lot of times I got to watch out for that because I'm delighting in his presence, but other people are bound around me. That means I didn't really hear. I'm not really receiving his presence. Like he's releasing it. Like he's really, you know, like I'm not receiving. I'm not picking up what he's putting down, you know. Um, so <sighs> kind of wanted to share this um, bequest of Koinonia. Um, return. The king is seen in our fellowship with the spirit um, but he doesn't just want to be experienced and delighted in that oh man I'm forgiven but yet his power isn't released in the earth you know his the knowledge of what we experience and within should be the power of what is unfolding without you know and then that knowledge expands and advances in greater dimensions so you know as we explore together <clears throat> we advance in, in maturity and stature in the, in the spirit and therefore we delegate we delegate or administer a greater power and authority of christ but this is through a united people it's not through a gift it's not through a smith wigglesworth it's not through a um john g lake uh, you know it's not through an individual power of supernatural because you can still have the greatest power of supernatural and still serve the devil because your, your, your gift is not supernaturally uniting the body to the head to where the whole body is reigning in the earth and, and revealing the knowledge of the truth through the fullness of truth. Seven scrolls, the seven spirits. So, God bless you. Um, I, so much I want to talk about on this on this subject, but um, don't have much time. So, I don't know if it's, if there's gonna be another one, but um, God bless you, man. Um, whoever's listening to this, um, I pray that it blesses you. I pray that you're encouraged. Um, if you if you have a comment. You know, I would like to talk to some of you to fellowship, you know, not to just you hear what I, what I got to say and, you know, keep it moving, go about your day. But that we discover this fellowship is coin on the end. So, all right. Bless you.